Hey guys, if you are wanting to start your own podcast and you want a super easy way to do it, I highly recommend Anchor. So you can download the free Anchor app. You can either go to anchor.fm or just search on your phone for Anchor app. And the reason that I love it is it's completely free. It's a way that you can record and piece together like different elements of your podcast, whether you're on like your phone or your computer. And then it like basically puts your podcast in all of the different places so like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and then you can make money from it so you don't have to have like any minimum amount of listeners it's basically everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place for free so you can download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm and I hope you guys enjoy it have fun with it welcome to the spiritual rebels and misfits roundtable where we invite our fellow dreamers, thinkers, healers, lightworkers, world teachers, misfits, and rebels to join us every week at the Roundtable. Where we explore everything from love, business, life, and even things others might think are strange, like UFOs or channeling. And we have co-created this space to deepen our own personal and spiritual journeys, and we'd love to have you add your questions, your wisdom, thoughts, ideas alongside us here at the Roundtable. And we're your hosts, Ashley Bradley, intuitive business coach and mom, calling out healers and lightworkers of the world to play a bigger game and show up with their unique magic. And this is my best friend, James Fletcher. He is also a speaker, a writer, a member of the recovery community, and a queer spiritual activist. Hey everybody, welcome back to the round table. So we're talking about, um, I keep getting this, this episode name wrong. Like you say it, you, what's, what's the name of today? Um, I believe we did agreed it's other beings in the universe. Correct other that? beings in the universe. Yeah. So ba- basically aliens and UFOs, um, you know, extraterrestrials is the topic today. So we have three, amazing women as guests today. So I just wanted to, before we dived into the conversation, give you a little bit of background on who they are. And um, James is going to give some highlights of what they're bringing into the conversation. Um, So River Skydancer is our first guest. She's an intuitive life coach. Um, She's online course creator for spiritually awakening women. And she actually guides women in how to embody their unique divine essence to transform their self-limiting beliefs, to expand their multidimensional awareness as source in form so that they can overcome human obstacles with ease and live a passionate and deeply fulfilling life. Um, And she is actually somebody that shares in this episode um, specific experiences, multiple experiences actually, about seeing um, ships, like seeing ships of extraterrestrials. What were some of the standout things in, in the conversation with River for you? Everything River had to say. I mean, River was had such a salacious, like amazing story, but she's so cool and so in depth and like spiritual about it. Where like, of course, like I'm just a UFO alien. Gotta stop calling them that being geek <laughs> that I was geeking out and she like gave depth and weight to her stories. So I love that about the story and the knowledge she imparted upon us. Mm. And then our second guest, um, 
Ashley Rainsbarger. Hopefully I'm saying her last name correctly. I actually know her more from like the professional coaching world. And we didn't, I didn't even know until we put this out in our um, spiritual rebels and misfits, like Facebook group to see who had experiences, who had stories that she raised her hand. And I was like, what? Um, so Ashley Rainsbarger, she's actually a subconscious growth and money mindset coach for other coaches. And she actually helps people clarify their offers, raise their prices, heal subconscious money blocks so that they can double their income and break past the, the $10,000 a month barrier. Um, if you are a coach, you can definitely find Ashley on Facebook. I don't know if she wants everyone asking her about aliens. So you're going to have to listen to this episode. <laughs> well, I mean, her story, like I was not expecting the like encounter part of it. Like, were you like, what was your reaction when you heard that? So out of respect for Ashley, if you have any alien questions for her, just reserve it for our Facebook group because <laughs> we get overwhelmed with that. Because what I loved about Ashley is you can tell that that's like not necessarily her like forte or something yeah. she's obsessed with. Like we are, and that's true of a lot of people I encounter. That's how much contact is happening now. That's yeah. how much other beings are part of our earth experience, whether we want to realize it or not. So I love that she is this woman that's all about something else. And she tells this really amazing end-up story. And hopefully it'll, it'll get a lot of other people telling their stories as well. So that's what yeah. I loved about talking with Ashley. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I was like, I think you guys are going to be floored by it as well. And then last but not least, like Terry Christine is our third guest. So. She is an internationally recognized intuitive energy healer, a TV personality. She's on lots of radios and podcasts as a featured expert. And she's an author of two books, The Secret Power of You, A Guide for Mastering Your Inner Greatness, which is actually endorsed. This is actually pretty cool by Don Miguel Ruiz, who is the author of The Four Agreements. So amazing. Uh, and so she's also actually, I feel like, not necessarily somebody that's just like, I work with aliens, I channel aliens, but um, she is somebody that is is very connected, um, that is connected as a medium as well. And um, when I first basically met her randomly in a, in a podcast group, she was saying like, I've worked with people from NASA and helped them to better communicate with other life form so that's how we came to be connected and brought her into this episode like rather last minute just in the last couple days what were some standouts for you with with her well for all my gay homies out there she also was featured on the real housewives of padmock which i think is potomac awesome. i think potomac, is it potomac padmock? i don't know that's my least i don't know but she's <laughs> on it that's all i know so she gets fucking cool points for that shit but what i loved about speaking with terry a, the woman knows her shit, but B, like I thought like I was going to break up the popcorn and like listen to everything she had to say about NASA. But instead, she really, really schooled me on communication with not only other beings, but about like spirits and energy that is no longer in like a human form. I thought that was really cool that she's like, hey, if you want to get to that level and speak to otherworldly beings, start with those who are, you know, have departed. And I thought that was a really, really cool thing to hear and really like, you know, kind of meditate on. Yeah, so we're excited to share this with you guys. Um, we definitely feel like, you know, if you have any questions, we always want to invite you into our Facebook group, the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits group on Facebook. So find us there. Um, if you have suggestions for episodes, if you want to be a guest, 
we welcome all of it, but enjoy the episode. We'll see you on the other side. Love you. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How are Hello. you? So we always start out, I feel like, giggling because we're like talking before and then we just continue giggling after. Um, so episode 10 today, we're going to talk about other beings in our universe, which if, if you're like, what kind of beings are they talking about? What kind of beings are they talking about? Like, do you want to fill them in on really what inspired us to put this together? And then we'll catch up briefly and then we'll sort of like start to bring our guests in. Okay. We like, we like, we like to slowly roll into conversations together. We're in the feminine energy, right? And yes. It's yeah. It's not like time. this is our schedule. Hey, it's 504. We need, we need to talk. We need to, yeah, no, we are rolling into it. We're connecting. We're being, and just having fun too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I get really, really excited about this topic. I feel like everything we've talked uh, talked about leading up to this has been like, you know, very much on the spiritual realm or social realm. And, you know, at first glance, it may not seem like, you know, aliens and UFOs are on that realm, but I believe they are. But I I have to give like a pre-warning. I become like a little kid when we talk about aliens. I get excited about it. I was trying to like research, you know, our guests. And then the truth is I just watched like a whole bunch of UFO documentaries and said, that's just full disclosure. I get very, very excited about it. Um, I... I guess there'll be some non-believers watching possibly, but I am a firm believer as is uh, Ashley um, and other life out there in our vast, vast universe. And I'm excited about it. I've always been excited about it. Um, what are your thoughts on it, Ashley? Well, you know that I say this all the time, but we're never in the place of really trying to convince others. We're just sort mm. of like here to be ourselves and they can like come and partake and like listen or not, but I feel like this is really for like the curious ones, the people that are like binging on ancient aliens and they're just mm. like, but they haven't had like their own experiences and they're like, they like you, like they can't get enough. And so layman's terms, aliens, but mm. for all of the people that I know that, that channel quote unquote aliens, they actually don't like being called aliens because it's kind of rude, you know, if you really think about it. It's basically from the perspective that, like, we own the universe. Very, you know, American of us. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll see if, like, our other guests, like, River's going to be our first guest. We'll, I think that they have other perspectives. But um, multidimensional beings is really the term that has been brought through most often as, like, the mm. preferred term. It's more respectful term. Um, or I've, I've heard other people say light beings, but we're really all light beings. I mean, I guess we're really all multidimensional beings because we're the aliens to them. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I, I see how that term could be rude. Like, yeah, if it and when we have full disclosure, because I'll get like real excited about that. I believe that I personally believe that full disclosure is going to be in our lifetime super excited about that i especially believe with everything going on it's a perfect time to really have that awakening that we're not alone in the universe um i personally believe that the aliens sorry sorry aliens but i believe that <laughs> otherworldly beings like had to do a lot with our creation and you know i'm very much you know those of you familiar with the anunnaki theory 
I'm very, very passionate about the Anunnaki theory. Uh, Anunnaki, just for those of you that don't know or need a reminder, it means those from who uh, those from heaven who came to earth or from the sky. And it's an ancient Sumerian belief that the Anunnaki, those who came from the sky, actually created us and that we were created by aliens. And some people that are really, you know, stuck and glued to their religion aren't going to believe in that. But I, I, I believe in that. I think it actually makes more sense. Yeah. Um, like the RH negative blood, which you and I have talked about a number of different times. And I am RH negative, which obviously all adds up because when we like go on long car trips to Sedona, well, really when we even have 10 minute conversations at home, we go very deep. And so we go into all of like sort of these kind of different belief systems. There's some times where I, I cross the line with my husband on these belief systems where I go like a little too far and I could tell by his look that it's like a little too much for him, like where he feels like, so you feel like you're like an alien hybrid or from a different, like, like from an alien, right? Like, and I'm like, yeah, like I connected to the Arcturians. Like I came here, like there's this resonance and I just, I just know. And he's like, okay. <laughs> That's like a little too much. <laughs> and for the, for those of you that don't know Bob, Bob is like the coolest guy and like so kickback and like in a band and also very, very smart. But like Ashley <laughs> does get really weird. That's why we're best friends. I like to try to slide in the RH negative thing real like cool. You know, you're kind of cocky about it. You're like, yeah, no, we talked about it. I just so happen to be RH negative. <laughs> you love that. Like, these are the signs of it. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, isn't there some belief? Like, you saw something about these like tall as fuck aliens that you thought you were connected with, right? Oh, I might be, but you definitely are. I see how we roll on this show. <laughs> you are definitely alien. I'm supposed alien, huh? Well, you haven't felt like you've had your conviction yet. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've really had all these different life, like um, lifetimes mm -hmm. in different experiences. And I do think that most of them have not been on earth, especially with like the healers and the light workers. I feel like many of them have been many different places. So I'm thinking though that there's something coming. I feel like I am feeling it like in the coming year, six months to a year, because I already see things coming out that are being hidden in plain sight that are just like not front page news. Like, I mean, hello, like Space Force and like, oh, yeah, no, it's a UFO task force. But it's like, no, it's like for other countries that, you know, they have things that are unidentified that we, we're going to call them that. And I'm just like, OK. There, there's all of these little things that are sort of being put out there in plain sight, but they're not making front page news. So I think, I think in some ways it's being spoon fed and like, I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I definitely, I mean, I like the way that they slipped it in there. Those videos that confirming UFOs, they just kind of just slipped it in there in the middle of chaos. Like, Oh, by the way, you know, proof of other, you know, other earthly, you know, <laughs> phenomenon but i'm just going to slide it in there and they did release the pentagon's actually putting together a new task force um my biggest kick right now before we get to our guests who i know like have like really vivid experiences i'm, I'm probably gonna be really quiet because i'm excited to hear about it but is because i'm a lombichian 
is that there is this area in between Catalina, Long Beach, and Los Angeles that is like a hotbed of UFO activity. And my big thing that I'm really researching, really fascinated by is USOs, unidentified submerged objects. And they believe that there's UFOs that uh, like have their base under the sea. And really think about it. I know this may sound trippy to some people, but like the sea is so unknown and there's depths we've never been touched. And they believe that they like shoot out from the sea in between Long Beach, Catalina and Los Angeles and return to space from there. And I'm like fascinated by it. I know that sounds like Cocoa Puss from like people that really haven't really dived into this, but I am like fascinated by it right now. Well, I think there's so much about like interdimensional travel that like we probably just can't even wrap our brains around at this point, but I want to try to as much as possible. And I totally forgot about a conversation that I had today talking about like, yeah, you know, you know, aliens and UFOs is our topic today. And he said, you know, um, my dad, did you know my dad was in like the the Air Force? And I'm like, no. And he's like, so there was like a, a chest in our basement and inside that chest was like all of this paperwork and some of it like was all blacked out but i saw that it was talking about unidentified like flying objects and basically reports of things that were in the air and then there was like all of it being blacked out and he's like i was like a little kid so i like shut the case like so fast and i like just like didn't even want to think about it and and i i mean in reality we're all that little kid and i think that Mm. when things like this are introduced to people i would really I would really be curious if you have a lot of resistance to topics like this or things like this where you're just like you don't even want to look at it i think that a lot of it is because it really challenges like the entire foundation of our belief system and the world as we know it and i get that that's can really like shake you to the core and be scary as fuck but at the same time it's like i definitely feel like uh for the most part if anyone wanted to come to us with ill intentions for the most part, it probably would have already happened. And I think they're more scared of us being crazy because we're kind of uh, destroying each other. That That's why a lot of times they'll come through through channeling and through other sources because like I've heard it said, like why would we want to land in a war zone? And I'm like, amazing point, amazing point. Why would they? <laughs> and if you're if you're watching live with us now, feel free to like throw in your own thoughts, your own experiences, and uh, Solange will possibly throw them up there. We can discuss them. But I want to say mm-hmm. like, why it's so weird that we have that belief system to begin with. That like, oh no, we're the only ones. Like, it's so weird and egotistical. And I think a lot of it's just fear generated. That totally. you know. That like, oh my gosh, if something else is out there, they can attack us at other time, at any time. They could be watching us. But I think it makes so much more sense. Like we know now that the universe is endless. We know there's galaxy upon galaxy upon galaxy. Like how on earth is anyone even thinking that we're the only ones out there? But I think it's interesting, like the way that thought process came about and how we're taught, like, no, there's nothing else out there. And you're crazy if you think you saw a UFO and you're like really super high if like you believe in aliens and aliens visiting us. Like, that's such an egotistical mindset. Well, we used to think the earth was flat. And so let's like remember that time in history. Maybe girl, we're, people we're still, kind of there. People still, still do think the earth is flat. Like, Should that be our earth. next episode? Should we interview people and just be like, no, because no. 
we should not get into that because I I might have to get drunk for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't have that. Exactly. Right. So. so we're gonna bring in River. We do have three different amazing guests tonight sharing their personal um, experiences, and they they each have their own different stories. Um, Terry, who's going to be our last guest as well, has also uh, been like a consultant for NASA, teaching them how to communicate with with aliens or other life forms with multidimensional beings. And so I'm just really excited because I actually haven't heard these stories. Um, but as you guys are watching, if you have experiences, if you have questions, like this roundtable is meant to be an interactive conversation because see, we could just go like this. Like Christy. Oh, thank you, Christy. Thank you. She's so fucking fierce looking in that photo. I really we... added you, Christy, because you had pink hair. And I was like, oh, I love her because she has pink hair and rain like what? Rainbow colorful things. And I just I kind of just add people that seem fun. So I was, <laughs> thank you, Christy. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring in River. <laughs> James is just laughing at me. Hi, River. Hello. <laughs> Hi there, darling. Welcome to the round table. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Super stoked. So I feel like I there's a few things that I would love for you to share today mm -hmm. because I know that you have experienced um, like a pretty close kind of like encounter with like a UFO and you've shared the story I know live on the radio before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you also go to see Bashar, which I feel like mm -hmm. I've tried to show um, James like Daryl, who channels Bashar, and it was a little too much for him. And he's like, I can't, but I love Bashar. So I would love for you to like just kind of infuse any like knowledge or things like that. So tell us about your experience of when you saw a UFO or whatever they called it, because I feel like you probably can channel them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so one of the biggest sightings I've seen, I've seen multiple sightings, um, different periods of time. Uh, a lot of times by myself, um, either in the backyard or out in nature, camping. Um, but I really wanted to share this really huge sighting that me and two friends experienced together. And this was last year in August. And this was in remote Arizona. It's about an hour and a half northwest of Sedona area. Is it called and, remote? Is that the name of the city? Remote? No, no, no. Okay. Just I like, was like, wow, that's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of in the middle of nowhere. I mean, like with a town that has less than like two to three hundred people. So it's like really, really remote. Um, and one of these uh, two friends has land out there. She just got raw land and uh, has intentions to create a landing zone for craft to land. And um, we and she has a lot of other plans for um, pretty much creating a certain kind of, um, in a sense, a portal um to where oh. you line up crystals in a certain way and you can actually when set up in different places in the world um you can teleport from place to place so mm. if that's not out there i don't know what is <laughs> but it's possible we're here for it we're here for all yeah. of it and so lots of amazing um plans for this land and co-creation and so um 
me and these two sisters um, were connected through the Bashar fam, like team. And um, so we all work together often and volunteer at events. And by the way, just disclaimer, I'm not associated like with the official like Bashar communications. I, we're just volunteers. So just, yeah, just saying that. But um, <laughs> and so get into it. Girl. Get into it. <laughs> we were, we were um, camping. And again, it's raw land. There's no electricity. There's nothing. And um, we set up the fire pit and spent the whole day just really grounding lots of physical labor, like physical work, and that's it. And so that night we were sitting around the fire and we were talking about, you know, aliens, UFOs and extraterrestrials and uh, mm -hmm. all of this good stuff. And um, I felt an urge in my body um, to look up behind me and to my left and on the horizon, you could start to see like a line and I'm not like, I don't even know, like literally it just was a straight line. Like you could take a ruler and see how straight it was. And it was a line of, um, light ships and they're basically, they look like orbs, but more, you know, like this oval. And um, so at first I was just watching and I was like, guys, 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 look, look, look. And so I pointed and we watched as this whole line from the horizon start to go higher and higher into the sky. And there were more, like it just kept going for like minutes. We were watching this entire line of literally thousands of ships go across the horizon it literally, wow. the whole thing lasted for probably five to 10 minutes of just watching them cross the sky. And it, like, you couldn't count how many there were. Like, there was no way that you could be like one, two, three, four, no, no, no. Like literally endless, just stream of light. But you could also see the individual craft. So it was really, really amazing. And um, one of the women, uh, she said that she could see motherships in the back. Oh, and shit. I know. And I'm like, damn, somebody's got a meeting or something because holy shit, I've never seen that many ships all at once. And it was just like the perfect like time and place and synchronicity. Like there's no light pollution. There's nothing, just vast open sky and not a cloud in sight and it was just it was phenomenal and as it was happening we could like feel the energy of it like coursing like the massive chills all over the body and just like whoo and um and I and I felt like there were connections with uh Pleiadians that one was really evident to me because I've seen Pleiadian ships multiple times as often who I interact with yeah and, um so Pleiadian and Sirius or Syrian energy. And then I'm also thinking it was um, um, Arcturus because of the kind of, um, or Arcturus or Andromeda, um, but Andromedan, but lots of Pleiadian and Syrian that came like very much, very strongly. And w the three of us agreed uh, yeah. those two. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really powerful. 
So I love that you described the feeling that you're feeling because that's exactly what I was going to ask you. But I mm. feel like I, this is why I get kicked out of hanging out with spiritual groups. I feel like I <laughs> would run around like a little kid, probably poop my pants out of excitement, <laughs> pass out for a little bit, wake back up, run in circles again. But anyways, like, was it like a very <laughs> connective yeah. moment? Did you feel peace? Were you yeah. scared at all? We were all like, woo! literally because we're all so into this whole realm like it is the reality that in which we live like constantly and so it's like we were just like (laughs) we were we were running around you know energized and singing Woo! so yeah for sure we were all really celebratory and oh my god it's just yeah it was really really amazing I'm wondering, because I don't know if you've seen it on Gaia, but like Daryl Anka put a, um, I, I guess like his documentary, his story, like okay. on Gaia recently, he like made a movie mm-hmm. and he talked about how there was these specific moments of these um, ships like appearing as if they really wanted him to see it, like kind of really kind of prepping him for the experience um, to really kind of work alongside them and and i guess also kind of spoon feeding like okay be ready you're gonna be channeling one of us soon (laughs) but i guess i'm wondering if you feel that kind of connection uh, or any kinds of confirmations from you having that experience like um connections in the sense of agreements to channel beings is that what you mean or yeah to channel to um I don't know, like any anything that you feel like, oh, you know, I was meant to see it because of this work that I feel like I'm going to do. And maybe we won't even connect to, to why that was for a long time. But does anything like that, like, connect for you? Um, yeah, I mean, every time I have seen a ship um, or even just like you can have telepathic communication just wherever you are. And it's, that's Mm -hmm. a form of contact too. Um, Every time I have seen a physical ship, it's been like the perfect moment to like, like I have experienced like calling in a ship and then having a ship showing. Um, (laughs) And anybody can do that is just, you know, the invitation, sending out the invitation and um, being in a state of receptivity, openness, and also knowing that if they're in the area and if it's in their flow, they will, you know? So it's it's a very natural thing. Um, I've also, I've had a really, really close encounter. Um, well, I've had many, but one of them that I want to share is that I was camping alone in the mountains, just in the middle of the forest, nobody was around. And um, I knew that I had to be somewhere really remote. And so I did. And I just slept in my car. And it was a meteor shower that night. So I opened up the sunroof, was looking at the stars, trying to watch uh, for the meteors. And um, a ship, a Palladian light ship, scout ship, you know, they're the they're oval, they're just bright, bright white, and um, they're actually in a higher dimensional frequency, which is why they're so bright. Um, Mm. And it came literally into the forest, and it was probably 
two, maybe three football fields away from me. And it was really slow greeting. Wow. And I was only one in that entire area. And it just felt so amazing and just like so heart opening. And then I decided to um, astral project onto the ship and I did. And I saw um, one of my Pleiadian selves um, that I'm really connected to in this life. Um, mm. Or people say like, future life, um, but really we're all simultaneously existing right now in different frequencies. So, um, yeah. 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 I think I've been understanding that differently as well, that it's really like our, we have a certain concept of time that like one thing's Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. So I I definitely see, Ooh, I love that. Um, James, what were you going to ask for her? I just want to real quick ask her, like, since you have, had the privilege or the knowledge or the patience or the the frequency to really tap in to connection with these other beings. What is the reason you've come to know why they don't make further disclosure with us? Is it because we're too aggressive? Is it because we're not ready? Is it because we're not all being awoken enough to really handle it or be abrasive of it? That's a great question. Um, well, a large thing that we're starting to see shifts in, as you guys were mentioning before regarding the government, is that there's been a lot of secrecy about UFO disclosure and things like that. Like a lot of yeah. the contacts that have already happened, like Roswell mm-hmm. and things like that. And so really having and, and aligning with the frequency of the version of Earth in which there is full disclosure coming from us as humans in our government like now. So mm-hmm. um, that will expedite the process of them landing and it will happen in this life for sure. And yes. that's one of the things that, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's one of the things that Bashar has, has confirmed for people that are in alignment with that version of earth. And what that means is that you desire to be a part of it and you're making choices in alignment for yourself that are, you know, positive for yourself and for everybody. And, um, and so that's one of the things is like, um, I think, I think it starts on a personal level, being able, being willing to be open about your own um, ideas about reality and openness to extraterrestrials and, and talking with people and sharing your experiences and being in that, you're being an open vessel, um, for that kind of communication. And I think that that's a really positive energy to spread out into the collective and invitation for them, whether or not Mm. they choose to do anything with that doesn't matter because we're all gonna be shifting to our own version of the collective earth. So um, yeah, I don't know, honesty, transparency and um, all the war energy don't really don't focus on that. Um, keep your vibration on, you know, you're living in a peaceful earth and act from that state and you will therefore manifest that version of earth for yourself and that version of the collective. So God rivers, like a version of cool. I really want to be, I'm just going to really just try to meditate and get to the frequency of river. Now river, that's it. That, yeah, that's it. I'm going to try to channel river. So I'm sorry. But thank you. River of consciousness. I'm just got a damn tagline already. 
damn it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I like, I love everything you just shared. I'm going to have to rewatch this just to like re-listen to all that wisdom. You just like, well, bam, mic dropped on us. So, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, thank you, River. I'll see you soon. We're going to pop Ashley in. Bye, River. Bye, Bye River. Thank you so much. So I'm going to pull Ashley into the stream because I think she has like some um, similar um, experiences. But hi. hi. How are you? Hello, How are you, I'm darling? I'm so excited to be here. I love, 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 love everything you're talking about. <laughs> I love how he's like, he like greets you like he like knows you already and as if he's like met you before. But that's, well, I, I love that about you. I feel, I feel like <laughs> I do know Ashley already. I'm trying to get to know River. I'm trying to get in the frequency. Ashley, I'm trying to get into your frequency too. I can tell I already love you. So don't be jealous. All right, we so know each other on a soul level. <laughs> yeah, she gets it. So welcome, my dear. Thank you. I'm so excited. So tell me about your um, experiences, because I know we've just briefly heard about them, that, that you used to see ships as well all the time. You were saying something about like sleep paralysis, and I'm like curious mm -hmm. about that connection for you. So what would you be willing to share with us, Ashley? Yes, definitely. So I heard you talking about um, the RH negative thing, which is true for me as well. I've had to get that. I've, I have three children now, so I've had to get that shot every time. I think only mm. one of my one of my children has RH negative blood too. Um, so there is a connection there. Um, I know that uh, I've I've done a little bit of research on sleep paralysis too, and people who experience that have more of a, a likelihood of having these paranormal or like extraterrestrial experiences too. And if you don't know like what sleep paralysis is, it's when you are, um, you're, you're conscious, but your body is paralyzed. And so it feels like the most terrifying thing that you have ever experienced. Um, I started experiencing sleep paralysis when I was about, I think 14 or 15 years old. And you also wow. sometimes have like, you have like auditory experiences. So like I could hear like a deep, dark, kind of like evil, menacing like voice, like yelling at me. And I was conscious and I was fully like awake, but I couldn't move my body. Um, I still don't know like what like the total like connection is other than it's just for some reason people experience that and they also have a, a higher um, likelihood of experiencing paranormal experiences. But that really happened. That's happened to me, I think, up until like my 30s. I'm 33 now. I haven't experienced as much lately. Um, so so that's something else just as, as a connection. Um, but as far as like uh, extraterrestrials, I remember first when I was... Um, I think it was, I think the first thing that happened when I was about 15, so it was about when I started experiencing the sleep paralysis, I went outside of my, my grandmother's, I looked out the back door, she had the sliding glass door, and I looked out the back door, and there was a tree line before the next row of houses, and right above the tree line, I saw this huge, just ship, just a ship with lights um, around the edges, just hovering above the tree line. Um, I don't know that I'd ever thought of aliens or thought of extraterrestrials or anything up until that point, but it was so just, I was just mesmerized by it. And I didn't really feel afraid. There was nothing that felt really scary about it. It just was like, what am, what am I looking at right now? Like, what is this? Um, I remember I didn't want to leave. I wanted to go tell my mom, like I was like, like wanted somebody else to see what I was seeing, but I didn't want to leave because I was so scared if I leave, 
then it's going to go away. I'm not going to see it again. And that's pretty much what wow. happened. I went to go tell my mom and I, and I came back and it wasn't oh. there anymore. Well, I'm um, curious, what did your mom say? Because I, I think that with a lot of experiences, um, you know, with seeing, um, you know, past loved ones or angels, anything that might be in the metaphysical or supernatural spaces, sometimes our parents are like, no, honey, that was probably a point. Like, well, I'm just curious, what did she say? That was pretty, that was, that was pretty much her response. Like, I don't know that she believed me in the moment. Um, but the thing is too is she's told me she's told me and she's she's passed now but she has told me about experiences um that she had had she told me like in my grandmother's neighborhood because they'd lived there like her entire childhood there was a there was one day when a bunch of kids were outside playing in the street and there was a, a neighbor woman who was in the street as well and there they saw something in the sky um and i and i believe she said they even my mom I'm not totally sure because I, I never got to chance to really have a conversation, but she had said there was even like a newspaper article around it because so many enough people had actually seen it. Um, but she did kind of like in the moment, she kind of was like, well, maybe it was there. Maybe it wasn't, you know, she didn't really, she, she wasn't really like too excited about it, but she also was like really open to that stuff. I think it was, you know, she was open to it. It definitely could have been. Can, can I um, ask you, you both yeah. real quick, just for people that aren't familiar with it. I know, Ashley, you educated me on it about a couple of years ago, the RH negative blood. Mm -hmm. So people understand what's so unique about RH negative blood and why there's this connection to it. Uh, do either one of you want to educate anyone on it real quick? I know. What I know from my understanding is just that there's something... Um, we have to we have when we're pregnant we have to take a shot or our body will attack the baby so the body Aww. treats the baby if the if the baby has a different blood type than we do then it treats the baby as a foreign object um, or some kind of foreign mass within the body and then it can attack the baby and potentially really harm or or kill the baby um i know that um oh i had another thought on that you can add to that ashley if you want to but i had another yeah thought. i think i saw that there's a specific town. I, I don't know if it's in Europe, yes. but it's like, yes. and, and like everybody has like RH negative blood there. Mm -hmm. And there's like this very specific dialect that only people there spoke. And um, I want to say it's a very small percentage of people, but I guess in nature, like that would never, shouldn't be occurring, that there should never be a reason for that to be occurring where our body would think that our own baby was a, was a foreign object. And so, yeah. I, I guess it's um, a very interesting anomaly where there's theories that our DNA has been um, kind of altered or kind of, um, I don't know, upgraded from mm -hmm. other, other life we were forms. somehow implanted like those, those humans or, or whatever were, were somehow came from a different place. So and that's what I was exactly what I was going to say. In yeah. more like tabloid yeah. sense, the way I've read it a lot is it's linked to alien blood or star seeds, or, yes. you know, it's, that's what it's been linked to just to make it yeah. clear for everyone that has it. Cause Ashley educated me about this a couple of years. I think it's fucking fascinating. So I just wanted everyone to know about that because it's such a cool thing. Sorry to interrupt the flow you were in. No, that's great. That's great. Um, so the other experience that I had was, um, and I believe it's it's hard for me to remember my teenage years, but I think this happened after I saw the ship because I, I feel like the ship was like the first thing that I was like, whoa, what the heck is that? Um, another experience that happened was I was sleeping, I was sleeping in bed and I remember 
like waking up and there was just this immense like bright white light coming in through the window um and i wasn't in bed i was i was on some kind of like board i was like the board was slanted against the bed and i was on the board and there were two beings in the room with me. There was one um, at the bottom near my feet, and I could actually see. It felt like a female presence. Um, and then there was another one doing something up by my head. Um, from what I understand and what I've done and researched about extraterrestrials, they were probably grays. I know there's like three different kinds of grays. I think it was like the medium, like average height ones. And I was I was terrified, right? Like I was I was freaking out and because logically, you know, what's happening to me. I mean, I just remember it, it was like sleep paralysis because I was awake, but I couldn't, I couldn't communicate and I felt terrified, but nothing would come from my mouth and I couldn't, I couldn't move my body. And I remember, I remember hearing um, the one that was down by my feet. She was saying, you know, it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Nothing's wrong. So she was really trying to like calm me down. Um, and I just remember that they were doing something near my head. Um, I've, I've done like my own like spiritual like channeling work or just trying to do like my own spiritual work to try to figure out like what it meant and putting all the pieces together. Um, and from what I understand, what I uncovered is there's something about like an upgrade, I guess, like maybe they were doing some kind of upgrade on me in order to get me ready for whatever the next phase was and that I was supposed to, um, I guess, bridge, help to bridge the gap between when they do come and help humans be more welcoming towards extraterrestrials when that time comes on our planet. Now, I just want to say, I don't know, because <laughs> that's all very like out there and nothing in my business has anything to do with extraterrestrial work. <laughs> um, but, but it's really cool to me. It's really fascinating. Um, so real I'll quick, I don't know if you've heard of this theory, Ashley, that uh, mm. actually are, um, that the grays actually, the theory is they cannot reproduce. And the grays, mm. that's why they have so much interaction with us. That's why they, uh, you know, there's been so many abductions. That's why they, people often feel like they're on boards or being examined because the grays don't know how to reproduce or they use us, they uh, harvest us to reproduce. So that just that theory floats out a lot in uh, the, the research I've done is that specific uh, being doesn't have the ability to reproduce on their own. Yeah. And there's a I've, lot of there's a lot of talk of like um, they call them like hybridization programs. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I don't know if the grays are a part of that or whatever. So it could be, you know, again, I don't know, because this is it's all very hard to to, to rationalize and, and be logical about my. But it, through my spiritual work, it's possible that maybe I have a hybrid child um, and maybe that was part of what was happening that day. I don't know. But it's it's just all like so fascinating. <laughs> Hmm. You know, now that I almost forgot about this, but I remember there was some kind of Facebook post from a friend of ours, Sandy, that triggered a memory that I had a dream of like boarding a craft. But then I started to think I was like, why do I remember a dream? I was like, I tend to forget dreams. I was like, why do I remember this specific dream so vividly? Because I remember like seeing it and it was just like, it was, it was, it was so big. And there was, it was, yeah, that it was, um, boarding it and it wasn't it didn't actually seem like it just seemed very normal to be going onto it and there was like um all these places to rest like i remember 
um, kind of boarding this place and I was like just kind of laying down. I almost feel like it might have been from things that I've heard more recently, like a, a healing ship, like that I feel like there's times where we go um, in our, you know, we all astral travel when we dream that I do feel like it was a place that I was going for healing. Um, but I never connected that it actually might be that kind of experience until I started to question why I remembered it so vividly. And I yeah. totally forgot about that until I just heard, but my, I've never had anything that intense. That's awesome. Though. And that's like the first thing people will say to me, well, are you sure you weren't dreaming? Like that's what my husband says to me or what my family will say to me. And I'm like, you know, first of all, dreams are part of a different reality. That's mm -hmm. what I believe anyway. But second of all, like, you know, when you're dreaming, like, you know, when you're dreaming yeah. or when you're experiencing something real. And I never have, I've never had a dream where I'm in the room that I fell asleep in. You know what I mean? Like, like I've never experienced that. It was very real and it was right. It was right in my bedroom. <laughs> like it was happening. It was happening right there. And it felt completely, completely real. So it was real girl. It was yeah. real. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it was. Oh my gosh. I am so glad that I got to learn this about you because I don't know if we wouldn't have had this episode that you and I would have ever like talked about these things. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but I'm so glad I got to talk about it because all I get to talk about is like business stuff and it's so fun to just talk about the weird stuff, you know? I'm well, all I, for it. Yeah, I love that you're <laughs> open for it. And I hope you'll come back and talk about more weird shit at the round table. That's what we're here for. Anytime. So thank you so much. Anytime. That's awesome story and it's a true story man it's beautiful yeah. thanks ashley thank you, thank you so, so much. much i appreciate it thank you I'll love see you next week bye. bye oh my gosh i didn't even know that she had an experience like that of like being like i'm just like whoa like i got so excited for that um so we are going to bring in terry next who i feel like it was perfect timing for me to randomly join this like podcast group on Facebook. And there's like all these like, you know, people being like, Oh, I'm looking for like motivational people. And I'm just like, I'm looking for people that, um, <laughs> aliens. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for aliens, witches, uh, astral predictors. <laughs> I need to use, I, know, I need to know how to use this pendulum. <laughs> I'm like, what? Good. I, well, so, I wanna, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to bring you. in Terry. I want to bring in Terry because I like I want to honor her time. But what do you want to say? I, I want to throw up a couple of facts that I really want Terry to get her input on because I know I'm just going to get fascinated. So, uh, real quick, uh, what everyone was talking about in the the research I've done, the things I've learned, UFOs have been known to be attracted to energy, either man-made or coming from our planet. They've been known to be around fault lines. They've been known to be around military bases power plants that's their main point of attraction is any uh california sees a lot of them around the fault line they're constantly around military bases around nuclear weapons so i just want to bring that up real quick because i do want to hear terry's i know she's gonna have some expertise on it so i want to throw that out there real quick and spiritual people that project or are tapped into their energy it would make a lot more sense for them to be drawn to that nature so mm. i just want to throw that there and i'm so excited for terry so thank you yes let's pull terry in Hi, Terry. 
Oh, I have you muted. Hi. Hey, I'm traveling, so I'm going kind of natural. So I apologize for that. But you're you guys gorgeous. were making me, thank you. I was like hysterically laughing. James, you are so funny. <laughs> you say some of the crap that I say. I'm like, oh my God, this guy is like super hysterical. <laughs> thank so, you for embracing me. <laughs> I do. So yes, Ashley, thanks. Um, I don't talk about this topic that much because unless somebody really? opens up to it or it's face to face because you know mm. i teach intuitive development a bit on tv radio and all these other type of platforms because i'm highlighting there are alternative ways to heal from your past so as an intuitive energy healer psychic medium and hello, alien watcher but that, that's kind of way over there and yes you know we kind of talk about and use that word but what i've experienced after i was starting to learn intuitive development and, and tap into this energy, I started having these magical moments where people would gravitate toward me. And I ended up meeting these two ladies in, in an event. And we, over time, decided we're going to create a new modality, brand new. So I'm always open to anything as long as it feels good. It feels good. I'm like, okay, I'll go back for more. So this one gal believes and, and truly feels that she is a Syrian in a human form. So I'm like, okay, let's check that out. So every week I'd go to her home with many people and she would channel. All mm. of the messages were about the health of the planet. So I decided I'm going to play. So I, I had notes. Okay, tell me six months from now. What's the weather? Tell me three months. Tell me spot on every time. Spot on. So I'm like, okay, there's something magical about this. And as we started developing this relationship, these three women, include me as included, because I specialize in healing the physical body, energetically and physically, that I can remote scan bodies, I can see bodies, I can see um, environmental and um, physical and spiritual physical blocks in the body. And so I was the one who could see it all. And then the Syrian gal would bring in the green, blue healing Syrian energy. And then the third one was like the, the teacher who wrote the program, the outline. So she would tell us what to do. So we decided we're going to start with animals. And one of the animals was my cat. And it was a kitten at the time. I told my daughters if they took an animal communication class, they can have these kittens. Because I wanted them to go deeper into connecting to their little babies. So as I started realizing when we adopted this baby it had a neurological it couldn't see but my daughter was crying and wanted this cat so Aww. the longer we kept it oh it was, it, it, we were seeing it go downhill very quickly but because i started creating this other form of healing modality i said we're going to heal the cat and then we healed a horse and then we healed some other animal and then we healed a woman with schizophrenia and then we healed another woman who had some female issues but that was just Aww. we were grabbing people and or beings and we were healing them we still have the cat it can see it's not having neurological orders or disorders and the vet said this is a miracle cat but what ended up happening is because i'm clairvoyant clairaudient and clairsentient i was already super advanced with these ladies just starting except for the syrian girl was doing something different that i kind of was the one saying this is what i'm seeing this is, and I, I said, I'm not a doctor, but so it's like on the job training. 
So oh. with the schizophrenic woman, I was able to see where her brain was not triggering. And I said, I don't understand. So the Syrian girl would say, this is why you're seeing it. This is what it's all about. Again, on the job training. And and then it truly helps me now as I do hands-on healing because I clearly understand now what I was seeing, what was going on, and and then what I do today. So we ended up disbanding, and now I teach intuitive development. So I had to start with that story because mm -hmm. over time, you know, because I separated or we all went our separate ways, I really wasn't getting that continuous um, hit from them, you know, the energy, what I call the hit, the energy hit. Mm -hmm. And then as I started teaching, I started realizing the difference between uh, non-physical beings may have been a person who died, family, friends, that feeling, and then a feeling of our friends from outer space. And so I can explain the difference. So when you have a, a like your grandmother, when she transitions and, and leaves, that the energy is like sits right next to you. You can feel it and it's communicating really clear. But with those beings, it's like when you have of someone coming to visit you, you feel their energy as being far, but you know it's coming. That's, that's the energy difference. And so it's funny, the other Ashley that was on here, I said, mm -hmm. they really like her, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, she was saying, you know, about being stone and not being able to move. Well, it happens when I allow them to utilize my body. It doesn't mean they're owning my body. They're not in my body. But the energy is so strong, I can't explain it other than extremely powerful, that I've been able to come up with this process where I envision that I have the human form and then there's energy all within it, like, like your uh, brain, right? But then I step aside and I squeeze my energy over to the left. So I give them about 80% to allow their energy to come through. But when that happens, I'm stone. I'm only breathing, cannot move at all, except my lips. And then I end up channeling. And what ends up happening, it doesn't happen with every person that I'm teaching intuitive development with, but some advanced people. So when it first happened very strongly, this one was, this gentleman was very advanced and he needed to learn how to go through several levels of our energy past the astral plane past because he was um, sending healing energy through um, telecommunication process, the company he was working for, but healing energy in a joy sense through Aww. the services of the company that he was working with. But he didn't need, he didn't know how to go through that. Now let me step back because I am so open. I can teach advanced people, even though I may not know it, I'm simply, the messenger. So what was happening is when he was working with me, he would ask a question and then they would kind of said, hold on, I can feel them. And with him, they were so powerful. I'd step my energy aside. They'd provide the message of what he needed to do step by step. Mm. And then he was able to incorporate it and show the results through the company that he was working for and how it was working. So, I, and 
uh, uh, go ahead. I want to hear about NASA as well. I know that <laughs> yeah, you're like, so like, to me. I feel like I'm at a TED talk. So that's I'm the like, next yeah. one. <laughs> because I needed to have you understand each step. Uh -huh. That was the next one. So when people are ready, they come to me. So I ended up having someone that wanted to learn a specific thing. And that was to communicate with them. And so here she is presenting herself and I didn't really know her background and voila, there she was and really high up in there. And so how it really works is when, like for both of you, as I teach communication, I can start with the non-physical beings, maybe your grandmother or someone that recently passed or, or someone passed long ago, a relative. So once you're already communicating with that you will also mm. communicate with them. Mm. But I have to get you to feel grandma, grandpa first, communicate clearly with them first, then clear the limiting beliefs that you can't do it because they're like, oh, you know, I have to clear that, that you can. Then I explain what the feeling, how to bring it in. And most of the messages are about healing the planet, how the planet functions, and all of those things. So James, as I was hearing you, they're you know, attracted to fault lines and are attracted mm -hmm. to energy of you know, um, military and stuff like that because of their concern about our planet. And if mm -hmm. we're exploring our planet, they're concerned. And they were talking about flares and you know all these things that I learned, uh, grid lines, which I learned through another form, another healing modality, that there's grids on the body as long as grids on the earth. And it gets pretty elaborate as they explained through me how energy and the different levels of energy and what's past the astral plane and, and above and how to bring it through. But once I teach all of that, then they're on their own to address it because dealing directly with NASA deals directly with the health of our planet and the universe. Hmm. So I, I, I want to ask you about a quote. I don't know if you saw, I became obsessed with this documentary, Unacknowledged, um, that's about, you know, all the kind of the cover up of all and what, I forget the guy that put it all together, but what he had said is there is no proof of these other beings being hostile with us, but there's all this proof of us being hostile with them. And that ongoing saga of them really trying to be about healing, watching, seeing what we're up to, per, kind of protecting, and us being in a hostile manner with them. Do you have any input on that or any thought pattern on that? So from what I heard, what was channeled, that our planet happens to be very extremely important. And you're going to have different types of just like when you have anger with different people in the world and their personalities, it's kind of out there as well. But the ones that really protect and hone in and, and I focus on Syrian energy because they opened up to me through the girl. They helped give me on the job training. And then I find that it seems to be, as I say, seems because I feel it. It seems to be that same type of energy is that they will call in others who want to protect us, help us, 
But again, it's all choice. They'll sit back and say, this is what I want to guide you. Similar to like when your your family member passes, it's about mm-hmm. choice and, and, you know, what we do. And they'll sit back, but they hope that we do the right thing. And sometimes they'll show. And there were many times that um, her name was Wendy would channel and they would say they're going to present, they're going to present, and they wouldn't because depending on what was going on in the world and the fear that was developing in the world. And then mm. they already knew that, you know, people would run around thinking their hair is on fire, thinking they see something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, and there is a lot of fear about that. Uh, but then they'll understand that the ones that really cherish our planet are positive and want us to succeed you know um there was funny thing when uh i found out you know with covid and i i knew that it would heal the planet and then i was channeling some of them and i was talking to nasa um one of them and i said i i know they said if we could wait two more months if we could hang out and deal with covid and not two more months we will be even better and she had already told me it's already been proven from the satellites that the earth is healing. Things mm-hmm. are much different. This ocean is different. Things are healing and different. So yeah. with the negative, to James to answer that, yes, they're out there, but there's more positive ones who want to help us to succeed because we're a planet that is extremely vital. Well, I, I definitely have nothing felt nothing but peace and I feel excitement about otherworldly beings. My concern is the way we present ourselves when we show ourselves in a hostile way. And I love that you brought that up because one of the major things that one of the something that brought me peace and, and harmony, it's a strong word to say when COVID was going on, is to witness our planet re- revert back to what it should be, clear oceans animals coming out and feeling safer, the smog dissipating. So I love that you brought that up because I don't, I think we get wrapped up in our human drama that Mm -hmm. we forget that our earth needed that time to heal. So thank you for bringing that up again because I've forgotten to really focus on that. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That's funny when you said the the animals. I see Mm -hmm. more chipmunks and smaller ones that I've never, I've been living in my home for seven years and I see them every morning, these little chipmunks running around and more deer. And But they are embracing. Of course, there's less traffic, human traffic, or we're not as out there as much because we're in our house. But they are embracing the shift and the change. I don't even know if you smell the difference in the air. Definitely. I completely smell it and feel it. It's lighter. It's, it's thinner. It reminds me of feminine energy. Yes, they yeah. brought that all together, Terry. Wow, Terry. <laughs> Terry, real quick, I just I want people to. Uh, you have a couple of books. I, I'm not trying to like hawk, like hawk your books, but I think people if they Aww. are really vibrate because I started to look at. I got into this whole rabbit hole of UFO stuff right beforehand, and then I started to look at uh, your stuff, and I was like shit this woman's so well put together so you have a couple of books do you mind throwing the titles out there so anyone can look you up and you know hear more about yeah, this thank you you're so sweet so you know <laughs> you know my website has a i've got a lot of things but my book is the secret power of you and it, again i teach intuitive development how to tune in tone in and trust all that which is all of this as well so help you get out of the monkey mind and trust all of that in there and then i have an ebook you know it's 
how to really let let go of frustration, pain, hurt, and feel happiness again. You know, because it really is truly in there. But I've been doing this for over 13 years. I've been on radio, TV. I've been all over the place. So I'm very grateful for this opportunity. I mean, if I can help one, I'd love to help the world. And it's just about to be open, free, trust. Trust this, which allows you to trust all of this, including Mm. all of them. Because we can connect, we can hear, and we can do. Damn, I love that. I hope you'll come back, Terry, and hang out with us again. Oh, like, thank oh. you so much. <laughs> I, would love that. I would love that. So pl- please invite me. I, I'm, I'm super excited about doing this every time. Thank you. So glad to meet you. Thank you, love. It's I my saw pleasure. that Jermaine had a question, but oh. I don't think he asked the question. It I think was he was sort of asking like, if you could ask the question. So Jermaine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jermaine. <laughs> we'll hang out for a moment and we'll see, Jermaine Jones, what your question is. Um, yeah, so we'll maybe we'll like hang out for just a moment and we'll see if he, if he asks his question. Um, I am wondering, because I hear a lot of people saying, I feel it's coming in our lifetime. I feel it's coming in 10 years. I feel like it's coming a lot sooner than that. Um, I am curious like what your feelings have been in, in terms of uh, the, uh, maybe just the disclosure piece of it, of, of uh, government actually kind of stepping forward and, and being um, maybe more more forward about what they know. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, the personally out of my experience, um, I think that'll be the last that will open up to it. We will mm-hmm. see it, feel it, know it. We're all right. You're saying, you know, when will it happen? Well, you already had two people saying it is. You are there's millions of people that are seeing it and feeling it. You know, mm-hmm. you can go on YouTube that in the last ten minutes that they're taking videos. Yeah. So they're already disclosing themselves. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of is it going to be more national, more universal, more formal? But yeah. I, personally, I feel like that will be We'll all say it before they do. That's, I feel like that, that, that certain beings will make themselves vividly clear on a larger platform. And afterwards, our government will be like, we knew. Oh, we knew. We were protecting you guys. And I'll be like, well, I'll be like just shut up, government. And I feel like at that point, those beings will decide to make contact with us. Does that sound more in alignment, Terry? Um, well, it's funny because I said certain people will come to me that in my journey and as I was developing and I ended up having, uh, the guy, this guy who was teaching the government how to remote scan and how to communicate again. And then using his mind as he remote scanned and that there, it, there are these devices that he they could see your mind, put it on a screen, and they could see what was going on. So, yes, they know. It's clear they know. But, again, is everyone ready? Half the world wasn't ready for COVID and living in the fear, not believing, some believing. And, then, you know, and so you're going to have this huge chaotic mess if more of us don't accept and know that we're, it's, there's more than just us here right she has such peaceful answers again another person that i'm gonna try to be a river slash terry hybrid (laughs) (laughs) jermaine jermaine didn't ask his question uh yet but that's okay yeah i think actually i do think that our government has ships that my concern is that 
I think that governments and military tactics have been known, and I saw this in the documentary, to kind of attack themselves for certain agendas. And that's the only thing that kind of concerns me is the government trying to uh, maybe make um, the population kind of get on board with some certain agendas that might not be on the up and up. And so I feel like if that happens, I want people to just really feel like to think twice about <laughs> where that's coming from. And um, hopefully that doesn't happen. But I remember hearing that and feeling like, oh, shit. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, well, thank you so much. We didn't, Jermaine didn't ask the question and that's okay. Maybe, maybe okay. he'll put it in the comments later, but thank you, Terry. I appreciate you. And I um, actually hope as well that you'll come back for- Of course. Reach out. Thank you. Ta-ta for now. Bye. I love all of them. I know, right? Amazing, amazing women. I will be curious like what thoughts will be turning in people's heads like after they watch this um i will say if you like want more james can be a great resource as well for his favorite ufo documentaries and i know that i am always on gaia like really just seeking out um the ancient aliens or any other types of topics or there's actually specific individuals that are known to to channel uh, like Daryl Anka who channels Bashar and has a lot of just great information. So if you guys are coming off of this episode and you're just like fiending for more and any places that you would point them, James, before we wrap up? Um, well, I get upset, obsessed with certain like instances and I want to research it as much as possible. Um, I was learning about have it written here about Hudson Valley, New York. There was over 5,000 sightings in a five year period. And again, that had to do with a power plant. And I think that's fascinating. Uh, I think that when we escalate into wars, that's when more sightings show up. Cause I think they are very concerned about our behavior <laughs> and what we're up to again. Yeah. Uh, I think again, that the, the, the the USOs are fascinating to me. So that's one of the big kicks I'm on thinking about it. I mean, are there so much of our ocean that is unknown to us? And you know, not to get all conspiracy theory, but jellyfish, look into jellyfish and what the hell jellyfish are. And so those kind of things, yeah. just I just go down the rabbit hole with that kind of stuff in a like a joyful way. It's a rabbit hole of like, wow, that's fascinating. But I have so much to think about after those three amazing women came on. So like, I'm just kind of floored right now. So thank you for this experience. So if you guys are watching us on Facebook, make sure that you're finding us um, on, well, I know we're on Spotify and probably about five other places. I'll have to look into why we haven't popped up on Apple Podcasts yet, but find us, follow us. We were talking about, I don't know what our like cutesy like title is. I don't want to even call it cutesy, but James is like the wordsmith that puts together the titles of our episode, but it's essentially about like the postpartum experience. And so we're going to have some real talk next week and bring in other women and really just talk about some things that might not be voiced. Um, because I, I do know like from my experience as well, there's that that sense of like, you just have to like be grateful and, and feel like so happy all the time because you just had a beautiful baby. And if you have anything less than that, like you're ungrateful. And it's like, almost like women are feeling like uncomfortable or people will say a lot of things. I hear it all the time at like the, the mom, like workout stuff, like well, if they're just healthy, that's all that matters. And totally like skipping over a woman's experience and really 
holding space for her and letting like the full range of emotions like be welcomed in. So that's next week. Well, um, well real quick on, on that note, sorry to interrupt you, but like any of you women that have had that experience of after a child, like all those emotions that are really just glazed over, not mm -hmm. only contact actually myself on our Facebook page, if you'd like to join in the yeah. conversation, but also invite men to listen to the conversation next week. Cause even though I am a gay man, and I ain't gonna impregnate someone that I know of right now. Like it was so important to me to learn from my best friend, from you, exactly what happens afterwards. And hopefully I gain more empathy. And that's really the intent of next week is to really get men to have more empathy and understanding what the fuck a woman goes through when pregnant and after the baby. Like we do just gloss over like, oh, you're so lucky. You have a healthy child. And a woman's going through a range of emotions. Her body's going through a range of things. So, you know, grab your men, have them listen, have them learn. Cause Ashley, this last experience, like you educated and taught me so much. And I'm so thankful for that. So bring your men along. That's all. <laughs> Jermaine was asking a question about, I think it was for Terry. He was like trying to get like a, an aura, the color of his aura. I feel like Jermaine, um, I don't know that we're doing that today. I want to thank you, Jermaine, actually for asking questions. Terry has hopped off because we do want people asking questions and interacting. And I don't actually even know, everyone has like their own spiritual gifts. So I'm not even sure if Terry reads auras, but I want you to come back to the round table because we might actually have an aura conversation one day and bring people in that do exactly that. <laughs> so keep following us. Um, but anyway, let's let's wrap up because you and I will just keep talking and talking and talking. So thank you guys. Thank you so much thank for you. being here. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Everybody. Bye.